Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of your When Content Is Done podcast. podcast. <laughs> and we're changing the name. Yeah. It used to be weekly, and then shit got busy, so now it's When Content Is Ready. Yeah. Uh, we did Sixpence Done the Richer. Is that what they're called? That could have been seven. I don't know. I don't even think there's six people in this band. There's not. There's two. <laughs> with additional with additional uh, instruments uh, guest musicians yeah pretty much studio musicians mm-hmm. um, let's be honest everybody knows this band for two, two songs. songs yeah kiss me and there she goes yeah yep. yeah pretty much yeah <laughs> um, I did not realize that this was an alternative rock, Christian rock band beforehand, because I had only ever heard those two songs. Yeah, I didn't realize that they had so many Christian songs. Like, yeah. I I think I remember reading before that they were a Christian rock band, but... Yeah. Yeah. They are definitely a Christian rock band on the first album. And, and a couple other ones. Well, but I mean, it's... Yeah, it's pretty, pretty noticeable. Yeah, like, yeah. Um... Well, fuck it. Should we just get into it? Since we already segued into the first album? Get into it. All right. 1994's <laughs> The Fatherless and the Widow. The Featherless and the Widow. Is it? Or is it The Fatherless? I thought it was Featherless. No. Oh, I guess I wrote it down wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wasn't so much as like, can you not read it? I was starting to question myself, and I'm like, oh, I've got the bad. Wikipedia page. And my I was bad. like, do I not? I'm pretty sure there's an E in Feather. Yeah. <laughs> also, that title wouldn't make any sense. I don't know, man. There's some weird album names out there. Like Danzig 5. No, that's not an <laughs> interesting know. name. That's just a bad album. <laughs> I know. Just like uh, Lars is drumming. All right. What, what, what did you think of The Fatherless and The Widow? Well, I'm actually kind of agree with all music's rating of one and a half stars. But, <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna give it like a C minus. I didn't see that they uh, ranked it that low. Yeah. Uh, uh this was this was everything you love about a debut album. It sucked. It showed, I guess, <laughs> a little bit of promise. Mm-hmm. And any band with any amount of talent could have wrote this album. Just adding the words Jesus and Father into every song. Shh. Yeah, there is not much to go on. There is about no this album, which is there's not much to go on in the songs either. They're just yeah. Like her voice sounds nice. That's really about the only nice thing I can say about it. Mm-hmm. I think I think the only decent like sounding song was the first one, "Feel the Flowers." Feel the flowers, and then it just went downhill from there. Mm-hmm. What uh, <laughs> what did you think about this masterpiece? Well, I I actually didn't mind listening to it. I gave it like a. C plus to a B. Um, mm. I liked it because it wasn't. Um, it was it was very peaceful to listen to, so it's very very Christian rocky. Um, and I didn't realize like I forgot that they were a Christian band until I went and looked up, you know their what their sound is. And um, when I was listening to the song Trust, I was like, why is this girl talking about some creepy ass dude? Like that she has Stockholm syndrome for, you know, that's what I thought. And I was like, wait, 
And then I went and looked them up. I was like, oh, they're a, they're a they're religious Christian, band. Yeah. Okay, now it makes more sense of them, of her talking about putting all her trust in this one person. Because she doesn't say God. No, they never like, say God. Yeah, they, they just say, say Father, maybe. That's the best they yeah, say. Yeah, they say Father or Him or whatever. Um, So I was like confused for a second. I was like, "What what is going on with this girl? Like, is this a cry for help on this song or something? But... Yeah, I I enjoyed it. It was simple. You know, it was just kind of... It sounded like it was made in a garage or something. You know, the there wasn't any distortion on any guitars. It was just very... I think it was... um, What is it? Uh, standard tuning on all the guitars with no after effects or anything. It was just one dude playing, girl singing... And then, you know, they would add in the other instruments, so... Yeah, that's really what it was. Yeah. So I think he plays, like, five instruments on this album. Yeah. And then they get some additional ones to fill in everything else. Yeah. Which I think it's the only album's like that. Every other album has technically people in the band. Yeah. I did. I did also, like, the bass mixing on this album. It stood out a little bit more compared to everything else, you know. Add some little groove to it, but... Lars could take a lesson. <laughs> right. So... Yeah, I didn't think it was that bad. I enjoyed listening to it. I liked a couple songs off of it. Um, what do we got here? Musings, Meaningless, and Soul. So, but, yeah. Fair enough. I saw, now I see that it got a very, very low rating from that all, all music. So, yeah. I enjoyed it. Right, well, at least that makes one person. Out of... There's dozens of us. <laughs> dozens. Dozens. <laughs> well, we're, we meet on Tuesdays. <laughs> All right, should we uh, head on to her next, their next album here? I guess we could. All right, we got 1995's This Beautiful Mess. Uh, I gave this album a C. It was very average. <laughs> yeah, I see why. There's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This, unlike the first album, they tried to uh, they tried to get more rocky, you know, add more rock elements to it. And the biggest change was like those explosive courses, you know, it'd uh-huh. be kind of quiet, you know, and melodic throughout whatever pre-chorus and the intros of the songs, and then all of a sudden to just turn the volume up to eleven, and then here's the chorus, and this it was a shock. And I think it could have been done a little bit better. And that's why I really didn't like this album. Yeah, I agree with that. It definitely felt more... Where the first one felt more... Um, not acoustic, but... It was yeah. acoustic, but it felt more like an acoustic Christian album made by two people. Mm-hmm. This felt more like, hey, that album did okay, so now we're giving you some studio time with an actual producer. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, we got to hear some radio stuff. So there's where the big courses came in. Yep. Which... I did think it was okay. It, I gave it a C as well. It was a little more polished than the first album, with a little more depth in some, a lot more songs. Yeah. Um, but really, Melting Alone, I think, was the only song that caught my attention. Mm-hmm. Other than that, uh, it was just kind of... It was okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't I didn't uh, like any of these songs on Spotify. No. It's not that they were terrible. It's just nothing really... Yeah, I think caught my attention. Yeah, I think Melting Alone was the only one where I was like, okay, okay. I'm not it's not going to any playlist, but mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. It's okay for the time I spent listening to this album. 
Mm-hmm. But I think, yeah, I think this was, I mean, some it says here, you know, it laid the foundation for their breakout album that yep. comes up. I think that's a pretty apt description of what this is. This feels more like a debut album than the other, the other album. one. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. Well, that felt more like a demo of songs they used to get signed like to make a, this record. Yeah, like yeah. an EP or something. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I agree with that. That was okay. I think a C range is fair enough for it. Mm-hmm. But not any better. Man, I wanna I wanna find a band that has just some god awful music. We already listened to Danzig. I know. <laughs> no, I was just saying so, like, so we can get a, a wider range of you know D's. It's, yeah, because it's not like these are um, these are bad. Yeah, they're just not very standout it's standout like this, are good yeah there's nothing really sp- I mean special I yeah guess. we've said this on what a few episodes at this point like it's apparently very easy I mean I couldn't do it but it's very easy to just make middle Deep. of the road yeah you know? just kind of average music and why the bands you really only remember are bands with multiple multiple hits mm-hmm. and how hard that is because most fans are like Sixpence on the Richer they, they have, have two couple. songs from 30 years ago that maybe still gets some play here and there yeah but nobody's going back listening to the listen first. to the other stuff yeah I mean obviously some people are but nobody's really you know yeah that's why some people will always talk about how like the 80s were the greatest or the 90s or the 70s or the 60s or whatever because they always remember the big hits and right. the band the artists that have those multiple hits and because as time goes on you get away from the stuff the bad stuff like that stuff doesn't keep popping up ever anywhere or just the average stuff yeah, yeah. and so then it just whitewashes it away to all the popular things mm-hmm. you know because I mean <laughs> I mean then even the decades I grew up listening to music and there's songs I don't even remember that I'm sure that I heard or listened to a bunch back then that were terrible but now it's like I couldn't even tell you what those songs are yeah because as time moves on new bad songs take their place and then those get released or get replaced with yeah with newer (laughs) bad songs and but the songs that you like and that um hit different yeah are the ones you had to play as the ones you remember Mm -hmm. so i remember making playlists on a cassette recorder and waiting for the songs to play on the radio yeah i remember having a little uh, cassette recorder, like the child's thing that you know you would just you held and you would you could talk oh, into yeah, it. Oh yeah, yeah. Little microphone at the end. Uh-huh. This is that. Uh, this is two thousand, two thousand two, somewhere in that range. Yep. So our music on the internet was starting to get big. So I would take that little microphone and sit next to my shitty little desktop speaker. Yeah. And I'd play it through like you Yahoo Music or whatever had the <laughs> yeah. thing, and I record on that cassette. You know, you could go around and listen to that. Yeah, yeah. Basically, the same thing people used to do to the radio, like you said. But yeah. Simpler times back then. Yeah. Well, not simple actually. Now you could just go on to YouTube, Spotify, yeah. Apple. Whatever. Yeah, but doing that was like such a Experience. mix of the old and yeah, the new. Like you know, you're taking it off the internet instead of yeah. waiting for it to come around every hour on the radio. Yeah, surprised the RAAA didn't come and bust down your door. Hey man, stealing that music. Well, I better watch out for Lars and his Napster goons. <laughs> God, that was um. I'll talk about it later. I can't remember where it's from, but I remember I vividly remember hearing this story. Well, I mean, I guess it's takes part in the next album. Well, let's get to it then, so but, I can hear the story. Yeah, next album, or maybe it's the album after that. Anyways, there was a story that I, rem- I remember reading that 
Napster was inspired and well, it was created, and that one of the reasons why it blew up so quickly because of one of this band's songs. I can't remember if it was oh, Kiss really? Me or if it was Breathe Your Name, but it was like because at that point in time you had to buy the whole album. There was no such uh-huh. thing as singles, and well, when well, there was yeah, but they would, but not not in the in way the it is sense, now. Yeah. yeah, like just a single song. It was B side or something like that too included with it, right? Yeah, I mean, I remember being able to go to the, I guess it'd be a record store, so what you'd call it, but go yeah. in there, and like the really popular bands would have, you know, the album, but then they'd also have CDs of just that single track with one more, and yeah. records had 45s, which are smaller compact discs, Yep, that, that only have. had the one song, and the B-side was literally the opposite side of the record, Yep. so, you know, so you had two things. Okay. Yeah. But when CDs came around and cassettes... It wasn't as prevalent, you know. Mm-hmm. They, that's when they really started forcing, yeah, the whole album. Yeah. So, like around this time when, you know, you'd be able to download just one song, mm-hmm. and it would be whatever song was popular at the time, you know, playing on the radio all the time. Um, I I can't remember which song it was. I guess I was trying to find out where I remember it because I, I was reading a, uh, or it was a, documentary about, Napster and like how it came to prevalence and all that stuff so but i believe it was one of these songs that started to blow up on that service that got it a lot of traction so hmm, that's interesting that you know a band like this that really has two maybe three big songs yeah was the reason for something exploding yeah maybe it was a dream i don't know but i, I i'm gonna try to find and find yeah, out where that's it interesting. was because yeah. I, I wouldn't have ever thought it would be like one band that did it i would have thought it was just you know people wanted to just share yeah music and the internet was coming you know at the right time yeah interwebs i, I remember sending or my buddy sending me songs across msn like the <laughs> single i think eminem and blink 182 songs yeah i remember toy soldiers by eminem and what's my age again by blink 182 <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice but it was just like everybody was sharing music back then you know yeah so, yeah, it, it's if that is true, and I'm not saying it's not, you know, mm-hmm. that it's crazy that it's one band and not just like people wanting to share music and then somebody making a better way for people to yeah yeah share music, you know yeah or I mean maybe and it was it's the same thing you're saying it was that one song that people everybody wanted to share yeah and somebody and was they, like well we well, share their music yeah, so share other somebody stuff. made Napster so yeah same thing but yeah cultural reverence. Yeah, right. Like, Tell me, is this is Lars's least favorite band? <laughs> God damn it, Lars. <laughs> we haven't brought it up in a while, right? Yeah, that's true. We've gone a couple episodes without mentioning Lars or his bad drumming. <laughs> oh, we mentioned Caveman Phils the other day, so that's pretty oh, much the yeah, same thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Caveman Phils. <laughs> <sighs> All right, well, anyways... This album uh, is titled Sixpence None the Richer from 1997. Andy, what did you give this album? I guess I'm like a B, let's be honest. Those two big songs are big. Yeah. But I also liked, for every other song, I don't really care for the lyrical content. And the vocals are right. But I actually really liked the instruments on a lot of these songs. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, if you take away the songs that, not saying Christianity sucks or anything like that. But if you take away like just the boring lyrics and all that, the and you add and in stuff. with some other like you know rock 
sounding lyrics. Yeah. I think you could have had a bunch of good, solid rock songs. Mm -hmm. But to me, it just kind of, I don't know, just kind of, just kind of made everything feel more (laughs) boring. I'm trying to figure the way she goes it. Yeah. Although I do love that uh, everybody always thought uh, There She Goes, which is a cover, not even theirs. Yep. Was about, I think, heroin. Really? Yeah. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Because, uh, what is it? There she goes. Rushing to my brain or whatever, you know? The oh. High, it's wait. about being high or the high you get. Yeah. So. Should be very interesting coming from a yeah. Christian rock band. Which I think it was a song for, uh, oh yeah, it is about heroin. Oh, it is? Well, it's not about heroin, but yeah. Yeah, there she goes has gained a reputation of being about the use of heroin, possibly as a relative line. There she goes again, racing through my brain, pulsing through my vein. No one else can heal my pain. Uh, well, I mean, if it is a cover. Originally when asked it. when asked about uh, the group, Spaces replied, I don't know. The truth is, I don't want to know. <laughs> um, yeah, the guy who wrote it denies pretty hard that it's songs about heroin. Who uh who was the original artist? The Laws. The Laws? Yeah. They like LA. from the sixties? Man, you would think so, wouldn't you? But no, they're <laughs> from like the eighties. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. It's an English rock band. Interesting. From eighty three to ninety two. Formed right. by songwriter and guitarist Lee Mavers. Alright, that's my next band. <laughs> my next band choice. The only thing they are known for is that one song. Oh. But they have one studio album. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You released one album and you're banned from 83 to 92? Yeah, almost 10 years. Damn, you guys really were doing heroin. (laughs) Right. Living off that one song. Like Lou Bega. (laughs) Hey, man. Lou Bega's a national treasure, right? And he put on his glasses. Tell you how great your ass is. Yeah. This was, this was a band for nine years that released one album. And they had, this is just the past members because they're not a band. They had mm-hmm. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, twenty four, twenty five, twenty six, twenty seven 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, oh my God. past members. And they released one album. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> It must have been huge or something. No, it literally it says the only thing they're known for is the song There She Goes. God, how do you how do you get that many people in a Bro, you ever watch Final Tap? Okay, fair. Remember enough. how the drummer just keeps randomly disappearing throughout the movie? Middle <laughs> yeah. of Sadless. Fair enough. Starts on fire and disappears. And yeah. Like, Screw this, I'm out. Find somebody else. God. But anyways, back to Sixpence None the Richers. Sixpence None the Richer. Yeah, this is not a... What did you... Uh, the loss. What did you give him? This album. <laughs> I give it... I give it like a B also. Yeah. B minus. Yeah. Um, obviously, Kiss Me and There She Goes are the two standout songs on here. I The first three songs I did not like on this album, they were very boring. Yeah. And then Kiss Me hits and you're like, okay, okay, it's great song. And then it just kind of goes back to like the first three songs until the end of the album, which yeah. is There She Goes. Um, so it was 
other than those two songs, there's nothing really that I enjoyed. That's why I think you take the lyrics out. Yeah. And you add them with some other. It's they're decent rock songs. The instrument's not bad, but yeah, I didn't like uh, the Spanish song on here either. It was it, it was just, just bad out of nowhere. Yeah, and I was like, good for her for being able to sing in Spanish, but why? I don't know. <laughs> you know, learning multiple. Languages. No, I mean like oh good, yeah, like why make it? But why? Yeah, just because you can doesn't mean you should. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. But like two big hits. Yeah. I mean, the next album has their other close to big song, but... Yeah. Their other two big hits. Yeah. I mean, I'd say one. one. Let's be honest. One of them's a cover. Yeah, but I mean, one of these was a cover, and it's still a yeah. bigger song. Yeah. Um. Anyways, should we get on to the next... We could. The next one here? All right. We could, but all right, let's uh, let's go back to the first album here and talk about it again. Uh, Their next album here from 2002 divine discontent sure it's not discomfort divine discomfort <laughs> God, i don't know what you had written down yeah um took them three years to record this some bitch yeah and uh i gave it a c i also a c plus gave it a c it it peaks right away yeah with and then goes down i actually i didn't realize i knew breather name but i didn't realize I guess it was a Six Defense Richer song. Well, yeah, Six Defense, Six Defense on the Richer, even a band after '97. <laughs> right, they're still going. I mean, I don't know about now, but yeah, let's um, go see them. I mean, no, as long as they play the four songs that are good then, right yeah. at the beginning, and then we can bail. So we're hoping they're opening for somebody bigger. <laughs> yeah, but anybody they open them for, we ain't going to see. <laughs> you wouldn't want to go see um. I yeah. just like completely drew a blank on any popular Christian artist. Stars of Clay is the only one I can think of. Oh, I don't know any. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah. I mean, "Breathe Your Name" was the first song that I knew by them, and that was about it until you know. Yeah. Not even. It was a couple of years ago. Then I knew the other songs were by Sixpence and the Richer, but there was one other song that I'd. It's like okay, it's not bad. Yeah, so it was paralyzed. Okay, but yeah, other than that, this album was just okay. Okay. Yeah, I didn't realize that a "Don't Dream It's Over" is a cover, which is a cover from Crowded House. Which I mean, hey, this guy was also in Fleetwood Mac. Okay, who? The guy who wrote the song. Neil oh, Finn. was he? Yeah, I mean, I knew or, the original song, and right when this one started getting into the chorus, I was like, man, I know this song. Oh, he's still in Fleetwood Mac. Oh. Hey, it was also covered by Paul Young. Neil Young? Paul Young. Is that Neil Young's brother? No. <laughs> man, I wonder how many people are going to quit off of Spotify. At the rate it's going? Quite a few. Yeah, I mean... Good thing, good thing we got Joni Mitchell. Yeah, I was, I was literally <laughs> just going to say, I was like, good thing we got Joni Mitchell out. Because ain't nobody got time to find this stuff on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I was... When I was reading the headline for Neil Young, and he was talking about he's glad to be off because of the crappy 
He didn't say crappy. He said it. No, he said shitty. He straight up said it. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying not to. Yeah, but. but I don't really take Neil Young's uh, input on what he feels is high fidelity yeah. music because he has tried and failed, I think, at least twice to make his own streaming service yeah. song that offers high fidelity when it's like, why, bro? And half the people don't can't don't or can't afford the setup that you would need to listen to something. Yeah, they can't that, tell the that's difference. High, high. Spotify, all you need is set that shit to high Three. quality and yeah, have decent speakers. Yeah, go. I don't even think you need 320 to be honest. Yeah, most people that are gonna listen with their generic headphones, or yeah, or their cheap shut setup with their desktop speakers that come with it. Yeah. $5 headphones yeah, from Avenue C. 180 or whatever, yeah. <laughs> Ultra bass. Uh, have no bass on are, uh, Aren't even going to be able to tell the difference between yeah. that. Yeah, it's, that's the reason why Tidal hasn't taken off like Spotify or yeah, Apple Music. Because, I mean, it's like most people just don't care about that. Yeah, or they can't tell the difference. Yeah. So I mean, it's like, not why sure. am I paying more for something that sounds the same yeah you know? i'm not even sure i could tell the difference but whatever yeah i've taken some of those like can you tell the difference between 192 320 and like flack um quality audio and i just guess yeah because maybe my ears are just not tuned enough but i imagine there are some people that can but with very specific setups and stuff so but all right though yeah anyways next album is all yours no, this one's your favorite. This is your favorite album, probably. No. Yeah, it is, dude. Don't lie. I gave this an incomplete because I skipped it. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, anyways, the next album, The Dawn of Grace, 2008. It's a Christian Christmas album. Your two favorite things. You tell me you didn't listen to it. I, I started the first 20 seconds. I'm like, this is Christmas music. And I looked at the track list. I'm like, this is all Christmas music. And then I went, thank God, and skipped to the next album. No joke. You got anything uh, to give our listeners about? I mean, I I listened to it. You know, I put... I was waiting for you to go off and be like, man, fuck this. Like... Christmas and Christian. Anyways, um, it was. I gave it a C minus. I wanted wow. to give it a D, but you know, there's nothing that compares to Danzig Five. I mean, I can't put this in that realm. Like, okay. at least they were enjoyable to listen to. Hey, you can give things D because we gave Danzig Z a D minus, okay. borderline F. <laughs> I I I said that. I said that if an F is a fifty nine, then Danzig <laughs> is a sixty, flat on the scale. <laughs> So, so there's still like nine points you can work with in there that doesn't compare it to Danzig. Okay. You can even go, hey, this album fucking sucks. It's a D. But I'd still rather listen to this than Danzig 5. <laughs> oh, my God. Man, I want to buy a Danzig 5 t-shirt. <laughs> Just how much what's, the na- what's the full name of that album? Because it's Bla- terrible, isn't Bla- it? Black a Devil or Blasted Devil yeah, or something? Is it like Blackicide or? Yeah, something like that. I'm going to look it up because it's so bad. <laughs> All right. While you're looking it up real quick. Um, yeah, this album was super boring because it's Christmas. You know, we've heard these songs hundreds of times. Vinyl. So, huh? You can get it on vinyl. Dancing 5? Yeah. Yes. God, that album artwork is so bad. 
what's uh what's the title of it i'm trying to figure out how you uh you pronounce it yeah it's like b-l-a-c-i right it's black acid devil black acid devil okay (laughs) dude i want a shirt of that so bad (laughs) it's so bad it's just you can tell jack dancing in the back with like negative colors and it looks like somebody just made that in word <laughs> like they didn't even get an actual imaging thing they just made it in word yeah <laughs> black ass devil he was on acid when he made the album I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be like black as the devil yeah but he's like no that's not edgy enough <laughs> god black ass the devil that sounds pretty close to the same yeah Anyways, I want to speak Spanish. Burrito. Anyways, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna listen to a Christmas album, you know, for the billionth time, listen to some of these songs. Check it out, but you know, there's nothing or ground, groundbreaking, revolutionary. So you know, it's just their takes on it. Which is weird that, you know, they take a six-year break and then they release a Christmas album. Yeah. Which is... Money's running dry. But I hit the old, uh, yeah, old so reliable Christmas right. music. Mm-hmm. Hey, man, Paul McCartney. Making $400,000 a year just from his one Christmas song. Which one? Uh, I don't know, whatever fucking Christmas time. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what it plays all the time. That mm-hmm. man... Could just retire off that one song, let alone all of the Wings and Beatles shit he gets paid for every yeah. year. And we need we need to study music trends and come out with one breakout song. I feel like that gets like a billion views. Yeah, you know, and we lived off that for the rest of our lives. I mean, the way a lot of music's going today, we could just shout random shit and hope it's catchy enough. Right. Say all the buzzwords for nowadays. Yeah, snowflake. Just kidding. <laughs> what are we making? Anti-COVID music. Yeah. All right, I got to be Van Morrison. Oh God. You could be Clapton, huh? You could be Clapton. <laughs> It'd be ironic because you'd be, you wouldn't be white, so. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> 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 Clapton is racist piece of shit. Yeah. The more you learn about that person, you're just like, maybe his music isn't that good anymore. Anyways. I feel like we've just, we've just padded this. <laughs> you know what these are called? Where we don't talk about anything? Those are called caveman fills. <laughs> because we don't know what the fuck we're talking about. Right. Should lead into some of these episodes and be like, all right, there's going to be a lot of caveman fills in this one. You know? <laughs> yeah. So we're not releasing a 10-minute episode. We're but, just uh, I mean, we caveman think, filling it, so we have uh, some time. Yeah, I mean, we've had some decent discussion about some other stuff yeah. in here. So, but uh, should we uh, pass on to their next, yep. uh, their most recent album, Lost in Translation, from twenty twelve? Okay, what did you give the song? D C F C. Damn. <laughs> we, you know what? We might have to move Danzig Five down to F, so we feel more reliable about getting D's. D's. Yeah. D's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> on the uh the only album that we're ever gonna rank an f hopefully 
Hopefully we don't have to hear another album yeah. as bad as that. Alright, that's getting its it shouldn't get an F, it should just get its own special award. Yeah. <laughs> Would you give this rating? I gave it a Danzig five. <laughs> <laughs> it should just be on the scale. <laughs> it's its own special category that's just yeah. so bad. It's this album is two steps off from Danzig five. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Danzig three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he decided I'm gonna tone down all the volume. Bro, is this album loud or quiet as shit? Yeah. All right, anyways. <laughs> let's get back to Lost in Translation. Yeah, Lost in Translation. Transition. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gave it a C as well. Yeah. I did like a couple songs on here, like Give It Back. I don't know. The chorus on that song sounded really familiar, something else. But that was the only part I liked about that song, the chorus. I think it's um, fair. Yeah. This album didn't have any huge hits no like kiss me breathe your name there she goes it was definitely less christiany too and it was just more alternative rock pop yeah with some hints of christianity in there mm-hmm. but a little bit here again it was just that generic album where somebody had big songs 20 years ago and they're just and they feel whatever. like we haven't made music in a while so let's make some music together again and then this yeah. is what you get yeah i also felt that they really amped up the vocalists um level yeah like a uh, volume that's what i'm starting to say uh versus the instruments and stuff they're really background kind of noise instead of trying to take over and bring the melody where now it's focused yeah. on her voice they want to bring the noise yeah <laughs> we gotta do that band someday someday they have like 18 albums though yeah. It's an annihilator level. Some of them are highly rated, though. Yeah. But yeah, maybe someday. All right. All right. All right. Six pence on the richer. Mm-hmm. You got to give it a scale on A or S to Danzig 5. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you putting on? Uh, um, overall, let's say a C. C plus. Yeah. They, those those three really big songs, you know, they're, they're going to be a staple and. Yeah. Any kind of they're already rock. On, yeah, they're on my playlist already. Yeah. Which is where I got this band from. Yeah. So those are really good songs and I'll, you know, continue to listen to them. But all the other stuff, you know, maybe if it comes on, like some of the songs that I liked on Spotify, you know, when they come on, on my playlist, I'll listen to them. But everything else, it's kind of me. All right. I'd, I'd pretty much agree with that, to be honest. I don't have anything else to add. Yes. Yeah. It's just another band with big singles that didn't do much outside of those another eve six yeah 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 i think it's pretty close to yeah that i mean they're definitely bigger than eve six well they're bigger because it helps that they play christian music so they also get that mm-hmm. the thing. audience yeah we need to become a christian death metal band how does that work what do we as sing i about? lay dying <laughs> It'd be more like christian metalcore wouldn't it though yeah, they are. I don't know. Die so I can go see Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Put the bullet in my head so I can get you closer to God. It's <laughs> so bad. I'm not a lyricist by any means. <laughs> that was great, man. <laughs> All right. All right. Next week. Next or next <laughs> episode. Um What are we doing? I'm I'm gonna do a two partner. <gasps> Oh man, yeah. I gotta listen to two bands. Or are you doing like one this week and one the week after? Uh, one the week, 
one this week and then or the next the next, year the next, next episode will be uh related to this band okay okay um they are an emo band if you want to call it that pretty popular escape the fate oh ronnie oh ronnie radke here he's an addict <laughs> is it is he is he yeah i heard he was an addict also hi uh, my name is ronnie I'm an addict. Hi, Ronnie. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Check us out next week for uh, or next episode. I gotta stay up saying week. I know. Well, I guess for us when we record this. Yeah. No, it won't even be next week. No, it'll be the week after. Yeah. So, anyways, check us out for Escape the Fate. I guess for them it'll be next week. Yeah. Unless we have to work Sunday. In two weeks. Yeah, that's fair. God, no. But, all right, yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.